More patchy fog and low clouds out there, but today will be mostly sunny with upper 60s for highs. Good morning from the KRCB Sonoma County Newsroom. I'm Mark Prell with your first news for Wednesday, March 30th, 2022. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration has approved a second COVID-19 booster vaccine dose Tuesday for some immunocompromised people as well as all adults over age 50. A second booster dose of either mRNA vaccine will be available for eligible people at least four months after their first booster dose under the FDA's authorization. In addition to all adults over age 50, a second booster dose is recommended for people with weakened immune systems from various factors, including organ transplant recipients, those being treated for cancer, and people with HIV. Boosters of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine are available to people ages 12 and up, while booster doses of the Moderna vaccine are only approved for adults. Setting a goal of being carbon neutral by 2030 is easy enough. Making it happen, though, as Petaluma officials are learning, involves a lot of moving parts. KRCB's Mark Albert has this report. Meeting for more than three hours Monday, elected and appointed leaders spoke of moves to significantly reduce the amount of vehicle parking in Petaluma. The goal was to cut traffic, reduce accidents, and curb emissions. Here's Councilman Dennis Posake. If we have any true belief in the climate goals we set for ourselves, we have to start nudging people in the right direction. But issues built over decades will take time and effort to unwind. Thomas Brown is with the traffic engineering firm, Nelson Nygaard, which was hired as a consultant. The walking experience between those destinations is dominated by car traffic. You know, it becomes a little less safe, a little less comfortable to walk. So more people drive. Then the more people are driving, the less comfortable it is to walk. And pretty soon you have places where it's not comfortable to walk really anywhere except from your car to the front door. There's also concern that the effort, however lofty, isn't particularly realistic. There's no comprehensive mass transit. Many who live here work elsewhere, and many with jobs in Petaluma can't afford to live there. Here's Councilman Dave King. 85% of the people in the city get to work via car, and 9% work at home. Councilman Mike Healy warned induced parking scarcity could cause real problems should commerce return to several vacant downtown buildings. And if an Amy's Kitchen plan to expand proceeds... I don't see downtown parking surviving that. Mayor Teresa Barrett disputed that scarce parking would hurt. If we keep downtown vital and we really make it a place that people want to go, people will go there and they'll figure out how to get there in a way that works for them and works for others. Mark Albert, KRCB, Sonoma County News. A new agreement for a Lake County tribe to build a second casino near Middletown has been signed by Governor Gavin Newsom. Jose Simon III, chairperson of Middletown Rancheria of Pomo Indians of California, signed the agreement earlier this month. The 200-plus member tribe can now build a second casino offering slot machines, card games, and off-track betting on horse races. The agreement lets the tribe operate up to 1,200 gambling machines. That's up from the 350 authorized by a 1999 agreement. This new agreement acknowledges a significant drop-off in tribal revenue caused by repeated wildfires in the area and the COVID pandemic, which forced a lengthy closure. The agreement must win approval from federal authorities before coming into force. It's unclear when that might happen or how soon the tribe could expand its gaming operations. A new COVID relief program is now accepting applications in Sonoma County. It gives out grants of up to $2,500. KRCB's Noah Abrams has more. There's new grant money available for very small businesses in California. Officially called the Micro Business COVID-19 Relief Grant Program, it's administered statewide by the California Office of the Small Business Advocate, or CalOSPA. 
In Sonoma County, the Economic Development Board is managing the program locally. So I think with micro-businesses, you're looking at folks who they sell their products in like a farmer's market, like maybe the creative industry or any artist, or they have like a mobile food truck business, or perhaps they're um, operating in childcare. There's a lot of really small businesses that just make enough to barely get by. Lauren Cartwright is from the Economic Development Board, or EDB. She says the grant program is aimed at those micro-businesses who fell through the cracks of previous COVID relief efforts. In 2021, they had run a program targeting small businesses, and now they have a second wave of grants targeting micro-businesses. So we're looking for folks who have five or less full-time employees, uh, they have less than $50,000 per year in gross revenue for their business, and this business also serves as their primary source of income. So this is really trying to target folks who maybe weren't able to get access to any other um, state funding, whether it's because of their revenue was already so low or they didn't meet a certain income or bracket. Cartwright says the EDB has partnered with community organizations like the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and the Sonoma County Small Business Development Center to set up support centers for interested applicants. We have nine different centers um, throughout Sonoma County that are providing both in-person and virtual assistance. The grant application window runs from April 1st to May 1st or until all funds are exhausted. Find more information on Sonoma County's Economic Development Board website. Noah Abrams, KRCB, Sonoma County News. Well, California's rent relief program, which has struggled to reach the neediest tenants and landlords from the start, continues to lag. But Sonoma County says you must take action by tomorrow, March 31st. If you are a Sonoma County resident who has experienced family or individual income loss due to COVID-19 that resulted in your inability to pay rent, the Emergency Rental Assistance Program exists to give you limited protection against eviction for non-payment of rent. To date, more than $27 million in state and federal rent relief funds have been distributed to Sonoma County families, individuals, and landlords. More than 5,000 applications have been funded or approved for funding. Currently, new applications are waitlisted as the county identifies more state or federal funds. However, applicants are encouraged to sign up for the waitlist now for a possible extension of eviction protections. The waitlist portal can be found at socoemergency.org slash E-R-A-P. That stands for Emergency Rental Assistance Program. County staff say if applicants are having difficulties getting on the system, they should keep trying after waiting an hour or so. Meanwhile, the California State Assembly voted this week to extend eviction protections for tenants still waiting on rent relief. Fewer than half of the nearly 500,000 people who have applied for assistance have received a payout. Aaron Baldessari reports. Currently, tenants who've applied for rent relief but are still waiting on payments could be evicted as early as April 1st. The state assembly voted 60 to 0 on a bill to delay those evictions through the end of June, allowing more time for payments to go out. The bill's co-author, Democratic Assemblymember Tim Grayson of Concord, said it would hurt both tenants and landlords to let those protections expire now. It would be cruel, it would be wasteful and unfair to subject Californians to eviction or the loss of rental income now, when they have done everything that they have been asked. The bill now heads to the state Senate for a vote before it can be signed by the governor. I'm Aaron Baldessari. Here's a bit of good news. A teenager who had been missing for over two weeks in the Rona Park Katati area has been found safe. The 17-year-old's name has now been removed from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's Database, according to Katati Police Chief Michael Parrish. In a statement to the Press Democrat, Parrish said it wasn't the first time the girl was reported missing. She'd run away previously and had been found in San Francisco. 
Looking at your full forecast, today will be mostly sunny and slightly cooler with upper 60s. Tonight, patchy fog and low clouds return with lows in the 40s. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with low 70s. Sunny mid-70s return for Friday. On Saturday, we'll climb into the upper 70s. Sunday will be partly cloudy, then we're back in the low 70s. Slightly cooler still on Monday. Then we'll start to see some low to mid-80s on Wednesday and through the rest of next week. For today, look for upper 50s at the coast. Winds still gusting 20 to 30 miles per hour at the beaches. Elsewhere, everyone drops by about 1 degree. Cloverdale, you're headed for a high of 68 later. Hillsburg, Windsor, and Guerneville, 69. Forestville, 71. Brayton and Sebastopol hit 70. Petaluma, just 64. Sonoma, 66. And 70 later for Santa Rosa. Thanks for starting your day with us. Find more local reporting at krcb.org and join us for Morning Edition and All Things Considered weekday mornings and afternoons on KRCB 104.9. From Sonoma County's NPR station, I'm Mark Prell. Have yourself a good day.